you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. That long um, vision of Ezekiel is a little detailed, a little, um, almost a little annoying to read, but it's a vision. So visions have no structure necessarily. As they come from God, they come. And the vision that Ezekiel is a great forebearer of Christ as a prophet of the Old Testament. His vision is that the temple is the source of this life-giving water, basically. And he gets detail, you know, where it goes, when it goes, and how far it goes, how far it measures, and all that. Now, the reason for that was just to give us, the readers, an idea of the overwhelming influence and power of this water coming out of the temple. There's no water coming out of the temple. It's a vision. But now, you've got to locate where the temple is in Jerusalem, and it's surrounded by dry land. The closest body of water would be the Sea of Galilee or the River Jordan or the Dead Sea, and that's way down south. So um, the, the people of Israel at the time really appreciated water and its significance. So Ezekiel is using that beautiful vision as a way of God communicating to us. God is the supplier of the water, and it's not H2O, it's the, it, it's the water of, of, the, of the spiritual vision. It's God's life. And the water comes from the temple, of course. God's life comes from the temple and eases out into the community and reaches every nook and cranny. And what does it do on, on the way as it continues to, it gives life to the fish, the birds, trees, it gives life. So that's the key of the, of the metaphor that Ezekiel is experiencing and sharing with us. And during Lent, we have a lot of those prophetic metaphors. Eventually, we trace them back to Jesus, giving life. You know, sometimes Jesus asks for trouble. You know, sometimes you look at him and say, you know, he could have stopped that. He could have waited till the next day to heal that man, or he could have done it the day before. He had to do it on the Sabbath because Jesus never stops healing. When he wants to heal you, he heals you. And exactly what he said to the man is significant for us. We'll get into his actions. He said to the man after he had seen him back in the temple area, you're healed now. You're walking. Yeah, 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 the man said. Well, and Jesus says, let me put the cap on that. Don't sin anymore. So healing and the miraculous cure are God's way of getting into the world through Jesus. And the word healing and the word salvation has the same root. So when he says to the man, sin no more, he could e easily say, don't be sick anymore. Okay, 
it's a play on words. But we'll use it just as, as the translator from John's Gospel gave it to us. Jesus heals this man. And Jesus won't stop healing. Now, we have, we've, we've, we've passed a year mark from the first death in our country, and specifically our state, from the COVID pandemic. We prayed for healing a year ago. We're still praying for healing. And some people have been physically healed from the COVID vaccination. A man just today just came out of the hospital, 99 years old, was in there for the COVID. He's healed, he's well, he's going home. So some people have been physically healed. And that's not the only story you, you know as much as I do from the media. But we've got to be careful. Jesus is not a genie. When we go to Jesus for healing, we go to Jesus for spiritual as well as physical healing. The most famous spot on earth that we have experiences of physical healing is usually Lourdes. When Our Lady of Lourdes appeared to Bernadette Sibiru and told her to pick up some dirt and from that dirt water came and through the years, almost a hundred, over a hundred years, there have been tons of healings. But the church says, yeah, we have reports of 5,000 healings. We only recognize 12 as miraculous, as healings that have no medical explanation. Now you say, come on, the church has uh, if thousands. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have thousands healing. Come on to the holy waters of Lourdes and, and have no more illness. That's not the, that's not the key. Those healings of those thousands of people and even more that we have not connected with or collected information from, their healing is spiritual. And if you know anything about Lourdes and the people who go there with tons of disabilities, practically to the last person, they'll say, oh, I was healed. No, I'm still crippled. No, I'm still blind. But I was healed because I had the experience of experiencing God's healing power spiritually within me. I'm not the same person I was when I went and got on the plane and flew to Lourdes. I'm different, I'm healed. And you, and you say to the person, well, the skeptic would say to the person, look in the mirror, you're still in a wheelchair, you're not healed. And the person will tell you, oh yeah, I'm healed. Just as this man, he accepted Jesus' physical healing. But Jesus warned him, the physical healing is one thing. You like that. I'm glad you like it. The Pharisees didn't like it. The Jews didn't like it. But I'm glad you like it. But sin no more to maintain that healing. We read this during the season of Lent because we know God in our lives. Maybe not as perfectly as we could, but we know God in our lives. And we come to church because we want to be nourished by his word and the Eucharist. We come to church to continue the healing. And even we who gather in the physical body of the church pray physically for those who are physically ill. 
Yes. The offerings I made this morning, yes. We pray for the physical healing of Pam and Stacy and, and the other people we're praying for, and Debbie. We're praying for their physical healing, but the depths of our power goes to their spiritual healing, that they know we are praying for them, that they know we are asking God to intervene for their spiritual as well as physical help. And this is not jibber-jabber. This is the reality of who we are as people. Our bodies will last maybe, I think the, the latest, uh, oldest person on earth is 135, 135 years old, if, if that can be proven. So the prayers we offer are for that physical body that we pray for, but for it's the soul, the spirit, the character of who we are that we pray for, for ourselves and for others, that God continue to heal us and prepare us, yes, for eternal life, but let's not get there yet, to heal us today, to give me a Christian spirit of confidence in God, Christian spirit of respect for people, Christian spirit of love of one another. That's true healing that will last beyond our bodies, no matter how disabled or how old our bodies are. That spiritual healing continues. And Jesus does not stop healing us. He is constantly offering us healing. He comes to us at the beginning of Mass and through the Eucharist offers us healing. When we say, Lord, I'm not worthy, he's offering us healing. And you may say, well, I'm not really sick, and I'm in church, I'm already saved. Uh-uh-uh. We're still dependent upon God for his continued healing. We're still dependent upon God for the attitudes of those of us who are ill to change, to know God is with us. And I think of my niece, who is going through a period of illness, little Sophia. Doesn't have to, I don't have to name what it is. But her attitude is going to be very important. For her to know that Uncle Louis is praying for her is very important. And she'll get through this. We know she'll get through it. She's young and she's beautiful and she'll get through this illness. But the continuous healing of Jesus is what I pray for. That he stays with every one of us who ask for his intervention. And Jesus doesn't give up on us. He heals us even to the price of the cross. And that's how this concludes today. What do they do? He did all this good work and they got so angry, the Jews, because he, the man who was healed picked up his mat and it was a Sabbath. So they start persecuting Jesus for doing good. And you and I are gonna be persecuted just the same way for doing good, but we don't stop. Jesus never stops healing. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. 
Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.